germs, and people of all genders to the uh, Real Films podcast, a podcast hosted by two siblings where we discuss a different horror theme each week. This week, we're bringing you something a little different, a little fresh. Um, we are bringing you one of our patented at the drive-in recordings um, where we provide a spoiler-free mini-review of a recent horror release. Um, we're trying things a little different this time and recording our review directly after we go see the movie. Um, and so that is audio that you'll hear in just a few minutes. Um, I'm here to introduce the film for you. You'll notice uh, Curtis is blissfully not interrupting me. Um, so I'm really flowing right now just um, by myself in my guest room. Um, so this week we went to go see The Boogeyman, um, which is a film that came out just this past week. Um, it is directed by Rob Savage, who did a uh, podcast favorite, The Host, a few years ago. Um, and it is starring Sophie Thatcher as Sadie Harper, Chris Messina, the beautiful Chris Messina, I may, might add, as Will Harper, her father, and Vivian, Vivian Lyra Blair as Sawyer Harper, who's Sadie's younger sister. Um, and you'll recognize her from the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which I quite enjoyed. Um, from last year. I believe it was last year. Um, and if The Boogeyman sounds um, familiar to you, that is because it is a Stephen King adaptation uh, based on a Stephen King short story from his collection of short stories, Night Shift. Um, Night Shift also included The Mangler, um, which is a short story that uh, we reviewed the film adaptation of, and it includes uh, Children of the Corn. So it's a very good short story collection. I do recommend it uh, for all of our listeners who enjoy uh, horror fiction. Quick plot synopsis of The Boogeyman, again, we keep these reviews spoiler-free, um, is still reeling from the tragic death of their mother, a teenage girl, and her younger sister find themselves plagued by a sadistic presence in their house and struggle to get their grieving father to pay attention before it's too late. Right now, this film has a 61% on Rotten Tomatoes, um, and it is still in theaters. We recommend you go check it out and let us know what you think. You can always reach us at ahhrealfilms at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing what you think of this film, and without further ado, on to our reviews. Hey, guys. Oh, big gulps, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Let's get, let's get started with your... What's your broad thought? So... My broad thought about this movie is mm-hmm. it is another in the line of jump scare horror movies that have come out lately that are good. Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes to mind, Taylor, is Smile. Ooh. Second thing that comes to mind, Taylor, mm-hmm. Malignant. These are the, yes. for the past two years. So Malignant is a good movie. Yes, correct. Okay. <laughs> as I, as I, uh, please go listen to our episode Top 10 of 2021 for more it's, information on it that. It somehow makes an appearance on that. <laughs> but... Um, Broadly speaking, I feel like we finally gotten to the point where we have less of, say, the conjuring influence on your more mainstream jump scare heavy, jump scare focused horror movies. Mm-hmm. And more of, say, like the influence of a movie like maybe The Ring, mm-hmm. you know, old mm. school jump scares where oh, yeah. we're not doing kind of the haunted house, you know, 
um, let's take you to the next jump scare type of horror movie. We're incorporating jump scares into... Another, another story. Yes. Yeah. The milieu yes. of the movie. And I think Boogeyman... Again, I'm talking about movies that are like in the three to four star range. I'm not talking about like movie of the year candidates. Yeah. You. I would say Boogeyman is, you know... Maybe not as good as those other two I've mentioned, though your mileage may vary with Malignant Taylor, but I wouldn't say it's as let's just say it's not as good as Smile. No, for it's example. not as good as Smile. But I think the basic concept of it is different than something that maybe we've seen all that much. I like the concept of the book the titular yeah. boogeyman. It was a good creature design. Good creature design. And I just kinda like I also really enjoyed um the lore of it. Yeah. Um, it leaves a lot to the imagination. And I think specifically this movie, it's, um, I don't know, it's all about the scares, which I like. Um, the scares are good. They're well paced. The character, our main characters are pretty likable. So I think, again, this is just another in a line of pretty good jump scare horror movies, Taylor. Mm. Yeah, my big thought here that I was thinking about while we were watching this movie, we watched it in a pretty packed theater. Right. Um, people were out just to see, you know, hanging out watching this. Anyway, we watched this in a pretty packed theater. Um, and I kind of had the thought, like, this is the type of movie that it's not get out. It's not like, you know, the lighthouse. It's not like a cinematic event in of itself but it's the type of movie that puts butts in seats and that it's fun to like watch with other people you're gonna walk out of the theater you're gonna feel good you're gonna be like that was a fun way to spend two hours and you're not gonna be like again it's not like the best movie of the year but these types of movies i think have a place in the theaters and have a place like in the horror community um and I think these are the kinds of films that we've really been missing over the past few years i feel like there's been a really big gap between like at home watches that aren't that good and then like huge blockbuster type of horror films mm. your, your Jordan Peele's your Ari Aster's that kind of thing I feel like this sits like nicely in the middle um, of those types of films and are kind of the thing that I've been missing like mm. I, don't, I don't need every movie experience to blow me away sometimes I just want to like go and have fun and that's kind of how this film was it's the sign of a very healthy horror yeah. landscape because yeah. um, what did we both say about last year that it was the best year for horror in half a decade or mm -hmm. so since maybe 2017 and it wasn't the best year for horror because you know we got our favorite movies ever though you right. and i both enjoyed barbarian and yeah. no but you know was did 2019 have stronger films at the top sure midsummer and the lighthouse were both great movies but, but it had less strong films in the middle right yeah um so that's where we are right now. Um, I think you and I haven't shared our broader thoughts about 2023 yet, but I think it's just another year where we have a lot of solid films and then a few films that rise to the top as being good, just like every other year. But um, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed, um, I like I said, I just enjoyed this movie. I had a fun time. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's a Stephen King adaptation, yeah. we should mention. I think that showed in the characters. I, there was a warmth to the characters and the familial bond that the yeah. characters had. <laughs> it was good. There was good acting, uh -huh. which isn't always a given. And I would say, personally, in a Stephen King adaptation, and of course, I'm not talking like The Shining and Carrie, like Pet the Cemetery. top tier. Yeah, like I'm talking like, you know, Children of the Corn. Like they're not <laughs> known for being like great. But I thought really good acting, good restrained like cinematography and like design of the film. I, I thought that was really good. Um, so what, what is like a, like to kind of wrap up this review, you said you had a small thing to say, 
but also, or small point, but also I wanted to ask, like, what's a standout moment of this film for you so that we can let the listeners know what they're in for? I kind of said my small points. Oh, so okay. I, yeah, okay. I, I don't want to say all positive. I will say, like, just... Just a little bit of negative. The story's not very strong. So it's not, yeah. If you just be prepared, like you're going in there to get scared. You're yeah. not going in there to learn the background of the boogeyman. Though, I, like I said, I think the lore of it's good. It lets you use your imagination of what the, exactly this thing is. But there's some parts of the story that don't make too much sense to me. Like, yeah. how does this come to haunt them? Yeah, that there, stuff. there was a point about 30 minutes in where I was like, oh, the action has started. Okay. Right, like, right. I, I, there was not as much setup, I guess, as right. I was expecting. Um, a lot of really bad kids in this movie. Bad, the, naughty teens. Naughty teens. Yeah. But, um... We talked about that in our last episode. Right. Yeah. Naughty teens. I yeah. mean, right. So, um, but, uh, overall favorite moments, I really enjoyed, um, the scenes in... The house that is not the, our main character's house. Oh, yeah, that was The cool. set design was really cool. And, like, there's one moment in the house that I won't spoil, but, like, it's one of those really tense moments where a character is saying something to another character about, like... I, I, I don't want to spoil This is a spoiler-free it. review. It's a spoiler-free review, but there, I think Taylor knows what I'm talking about. There's a very tense moment uh, where the scare comes from dialogue rather yeah. than what you're shown on screen that I thought was really, really clever. So I think that's probably my favorite parts of the movie and my favorite movie moment. Yeah. This one. Uh, as soon as I saw our little girl, you know, character, she has a little nightlight that's a ball that she can, like, sleep, like, that stays in the bed with her. As soon as I saw that ball like nightlight i knew that we were in for a really good scare and sure enough that was one of my favorite scares she she rolls that ball down a dark hallway and clarity ensues folks you do not want to know what's at the end of that hallway but i i just really liked her character she was really cute um i think made for some good scares and yeah i mean a bit of a scare salad but i think overall i had a good time um didn't it was i think it was probably like an hour and 40 minutes, maybe? Max. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a very long movie. Good acting. I love Chris Messina. I love seeing him in anything. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, would you um, would you buy, rent, or avoid this film? I would say this is a strong rental. Yeah, I would Taylor. say this is a rental. I will not well. be purchasing this on for my personal DVD collection. <laughs> yeah, or which Blu-ray. Is, which is vast. Yeah. Or Blu-ray. But I would say, if this comes up on a streaming service and you're wondering, like, you know, what should I watch? You know, is there a 2023 release? Uh, mm-hmm. Should I watch this? I would say, yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. I think so, too. Yeah. I'm not, it, again, I don't think it's going to make another appearance, say, at our popular episode at the end of the year. Right. But I'm not mad about it. I will definitely not be totally memory hole in this movie. I, I you know, I'll have, I have fond memories of it. Right? All right. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the